Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to you. Now, to everybody listening to this, they were like, what a festive <laughs> opening. I, know. I I look over, you're just, you're just smiling to yourself like a maniac. <laughs> and I can't hear any of the music. So for me, that was just <laughs> 30 seconds of silence <laughs> while Claire stared into the middle distance. <laughs> Let smiling. me play some more. I, I get, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't hear it. So I don't know. <laughs> Oh, love it. Everyone get in the Christmas mood. This is the Festival Podcast and we are about to be sharing with you our Christmas favourite. I think that... Can I fade the music out again? I think, absolutely. Off I it think, goes and done. I think that very much like represents our feelings on Christmas. Like you're saying magic in the air and you're like, God, you've got a feeling that like that I don't have and I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, I'll stop fading that in. I've only just discovered that tech on our... So, I shouldn't have told you. I shouldn't I have told you I could do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all kinds of cool things. West Jesper Pod, we recommend you things. I'm we Claire do. James Cyril, so we're married. Merry Christmas, And everyone. let's get into it. Bring the Christmas spirit. That's Off right. we go. Last year, I really did my dash with all my favourite Christmas things. Yeah, Claire was really, <laughs> she had an existential Christmas crisis all week because she's she came in so hot last year. Oh my God. Was, you listen to that episode. It's just me listing thing after thing like after thing. It's everything you could possibly recommend. <laughs> and I also came in and I did all Christmas horror movies and things like that, which I don't really have this. I, don't, I didn't do that this year, but. Good. Because uh, I will do it again. You scared me with your bloody scary serial I killer start, Christmas recommendations. I did start a serial killer Christmas movie and I'm like, you know you what? This did. fucking sucks. <laughs> so I turned it off. Look, I think if any, if 2020 is sort of anything it's that where you could find a tiny skerrick of joy bloody get that shit up your that's and right in your, in your ears which is what we're doing today can i start off first yes you can excellent yes. all right okay so first up i thought let's just talk about christmas food joy okay. just listed all my favorite recipes that Here i like go. to make at okay. christmas time oh yep. my god i'm so excited <laughs> so go. the first thing i've done making gingerbread Best thing ever. Margaret Fulton's recipe specifically. And there's also a special recipe for icing. Look, I'm going to put these all on my Instagram just for all of you out there. But it's one cup of icing sugar to one egg white. You whip it up until stiff peaks form. Oh, hello. <laughs> a whippity whip. Then you put your favourite food dye in, whatever colours. I like to separate it out into little bowls and then dye red and green and blue and sometimes leave it white and then have little silver ball decorations as well. And then Bob's your uncle. It's a magical Christmas joy time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Also good. choosing your favourite cookie, cut cookie cutters. Delightful. Not everybody anyway. has cookie cutters, you know what I mean? That's why. Go to the shop. They're super cheap. It's like a $2 of joy. I'm trying to find things that are, like, cheap and full of joy. Oh, cool. That is one. Also, I talked about this last time, Christmas crack. Mm. You know Christmas crack, don't you? 
can't talk about it because you already did it. No, no doubling back. I'm just going to suggest it again. It's so bloody good. It's just salada biscuits, caramel, chocolate, cranberries and pistachios on top. Let it set. It's a delight. It's really good. And it's so good, right? It's crazy. It's really always good. a massive hit and people Love always it. ask you for the recipe. Yeah. From Annabelle Crabbe's book, Special Guest, but it's mm-hmm. on the internet everywhere and you can add whatever fun, festive things you want on the top of it. Silver balls, again, I love it. Other things I'm making for Christmas. Do you want to know? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Oh, God, he's such a bloody Grinch. <laughs> I mean, you could surprise me on the day, but no, let's nah, do it. Nah, let's do it. I want to tell the listeners. Okay, so as I've talked about before, spiced sweet potato, pie lentil and rocket salad with honey roasted walnuts. James is like shaking his head and, and I just fine. don't give a fuck about describing food. <laughs> like it's like it's not even a picture. It's just like naming food. I could do that. A sandwich. A delicious sandwich. <laughs> No. Scrambled so, eggs. Shut up. I get emails from people all the time saying thank you for the salad recipes. Okay. People love this shit. Well, I do. So stuff it. You're going to have to listen. It's Christmas. Get some joy into your cold, cold heart. Okay. Honey roasted walnuts are the most delicious things in the world and they're from Community, which is Hedy McKinnon's excellent cookbook I've talked about before. I love it. Now. Two other things we're going to talk about. One, if you have vegans coming for the old lunch, mm. you know why you also don't care about this? Actually, because you just don't really care about. Food. Oh, here we go again. You with just this take shit. a tablet and be done. Here we go. Anyway, Claire doesn't think I like food for some reason. <laughs> She's got it in her head that I don't like food. You just ordered cereal. You've ordered three different types of disgusting low carb cereal. I'm keeping it low carb, <laughs> mate. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You spent sixty dollars on a box of cereal. It was many boxes I'm still of cereal. Thinking about it was that, many boxes of oh cereal. Oh my god, actually. it's so ridiculous. Anyway, mm. moving right along. This vegan salad green sauce is the thing of legend and will make you a fan of if you have a vegan coming and you don't know what to cook for them and you think, well, they can just have the roast veg. This sauce on whatever you like, for instance, roasted broccoli, sweet roasted sweet potato and chickpeas with fresh cherry tomatoes and rocket, will send your vegans up the wazoo happy for Christmas. They'll love it. So five-minute magic green sauce from pinchofyum.com. It's got avocado and all kinds of things in it. I'm going to put the link for you in the show notes. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a delight. On a side note, also, if, you, if you're not a vegan, roast pork with crackle is a delight at Christmas. It's so good. Your dad's it's making crazy. us. Yeah. He's been popping into our house all this week, giving me tips, being like, I'm on the hunt for one on the bone, a pork leg shoulder on the bone. He's but loving it. He's loving yeah. it. We've got lots of different types of meat in I our I didn't think you're, really, you're not really a roast pork person though, are you? No, you've sold me on it because I never had it as a kid, but it's like a nostalgic feel. What were you doing for it as a kid? We always had roast chicken and ham. Like the Christmas ham. I mean, you can't go past the Christmas ham. Christmas ham ham is bloody love it. Highly overrated. All right. Okay. We've had this whole debate before (laughs) about how you think that ham is the worst of the meats. And I've always said that Christmas ham is the best of the meats and is delight. (laughs) It's not the you cannot say it's the best. (laughs) Like it's so good. You know the bet the secret of the Christmas ham is that after Christmas you have all this extra ham and then you can make cheese and ham toast sandwiches, which is also the traditional food of Boxing Day in my house. Interesting. Because most of the good food would get eaten on Christmas. And no, yet the ham. You have so much. And yet the ham <laughs> stays in the fridge for a month until you end up throwing it out or giving no, it to the dog. No, that is so not true. We all eat every skerrick of that delicious Christmas ham. Mm. Okay, other two things, and then you can talk about whatever sad, depressing Christmas thing you want. Yeah. Um, punch. Now, 
I shared a story recently on my, on my Instagram about how my dad, who I love dearly, who passed away, always used to make our punch in a specific bowl and the, the recipe is always up for debate in our household. So it never quite tastes exactly how dad used to make it. And I know if someone out there has lost a relative or a really close friend and they make a mm. specific recipe at Christmas and they're not there anymore, it bloody sucks. So uh, instead of recommending my dad's Christmas punch, though I do recommend it, I'm instead recommending, recommending or reckoning my beautiful brother's elderflower punch, which I oh. think is um, full of lovely things and kind of a little bit like a throwback to my dad's punch, but I think kind of even more delicious in a way because it's a bit more boozy. So it's got two bottles of champagne, one third bottle of St. Germain, which I didn't really know what it was. I think it's like some kind of liqueur. Amazing. One cup fresh lemon juice, two cups cranberry juice or two cups ginger beer or two cups lemonade, depending on the stage of the party, he's told me. Whoa. Um, Then taste and add soda, water as necessary. And this is my favourite bit that he's added at the end. Serve with lemon slices and frozen berries and a brave, I'm hosting a party and it's okay face. And uh, that's it. That's the elderflower punch. So now it's your turn. All right. I'm going to – this is actually our son's recommendation Mm -hmm. because one of his friends said to him, have you seen the Paw Patrol Christmas special? They're having a conversation. I love it. He's like, no, I haven't seen that. And then he watched it and he's like, this is pretty good. I didn't watch it. um, He seems into it. So I just thought it's worth mentioning that Paw Patrol has a – Christmas special. <laughs> but what I would like to talk about and something that we could talk about together because we watched it last night was Let It Snow. Ooh, yes, I love this. Uh, I know you've got a bunch of notes on, on it. What about this particular movie which is on Netflix I think at the moment from 2019? Did you enjoy? Oh, do you want me to say my notes? Yeah, why not? All right, okay. So Let It Snow is a 2019 American Christmas rom-com oh. filmed and directed by Luke Snellen. Um, now, the screenplay is written by Kay Cannon, who was the writer and producer of Pitch Perfect, as well as Victoria Strauss and Laura Solon, based on the young adult novel of the same name by Maureen Johnson, John Green, who also wrote The Fault in Our Stars, if you remember that, and Lauren Miracle. It was released on November 8th, uh, yeah, last year, and I bloody loved it. It was really I good. it was a really fun time. It was quirky and different. I immediately could tell that there was women on the writing team because the female characters were like funny and dry and yeah. cynical and proper well-rounded characters and the relationships between them, some of the – it was sort of based, I guess, around a few different relationships, hey, yeah, which yeah, was yeah, what yeah. I kind of liked and the representation does, uh... was quite good too. Yeah, I was going to say it's not really like love actually because they're kind of they're very loosely connected, but all these people in this small town seem to mostly know each other. Correct. Yeah, yeah. it opens with Joan Cusack, mm. who I love, um, and she's sister of John Cusack. She's always excellent in everything and really That's true. funny. She's um, and she plays the tinfoil woman, who's basically this kind of like quirky, magical t- woman dressed in tinfoil who drives her ute around, saying kind of magical things about snow. It's just. It's everything you want out of a Christmas movie without being too corny. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I really, really loved, like there's obviously a couple of different storylines that weave through about love and, you know, how it all finishes. Um, But what I really liked was Isabella um, Medesede, I hope I've said that correctly, Mm. and Shamek Moore. They play kind of like uh, Shamek plays Stuart, who is like a massive pop star. He's huge. He's huge. He's like a Bieber or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And he bumps into Julie on a train Mm. and she's very dry and cynical and her mother is very sick and she's kind of grappling with having 
being given a scholarship to go to college but not wanting to go. And She's also uh, in the new Dora the Explorer and Transformers 5 Correct, maybe. exactly. Mm. And that really great show about um, foster parents. Oh, yeah, the um, Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Yeah, yeah, which I loved and she's really good in that. Good. I thought she was funny and great. Um, and he is the voice of Mars Morales in, yeah. in the Spider-Verse. And so, it took like, me a while and I'm like, I know, that, what the, this guy's do. voice, what the yeah. hell, man. And he was great. I really liked him in this movie. Really, should, I mean, I know he is famous, but I'd like to see him in more like live action stuff. Yeah, yeah. me too because mm. he was just like really, it was just lovely. So that whole storyline mm. plays out and it was really great. And then what did you think of it? What I loved it. Answer? I thought it was really good, like really like really earnest but fun. I think it did some like it did some things that I didn't think it was going to do. There's like a character that you think is like a love triangle. And you think, oh, the guy, one of them's going to turn out yeah, to be a jerk JP or whatever. Yeah, played by Matthew yeah, Nostar. But it's just, I mean, not to spoil it, but it's just like, he's not. He's just like a nice guy. It was just <laughs> yeah. nice to be like, and then all they went like, don't worry about him, he's gay. Like yeah. it wasn't like a moment like that. It was just like, no, he's just a nice guy, don't worry about it. Like it was just that kind of um, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was really nice, wasn't it? You know, um, the other one I really enjoyed was Kieran, um, Kieran and Shipka, who plays mm. Angie. Um, and she has that sort of love. That that's the other person. Oh, in she's that. the new Sabrina. Yeah, yeah and she's and also she's in Mad Men. In yeah. Mad Men, um, as the daughter of mm. Peggy. Is it Peggy? Yeah. No, not Peggy. It's um, Peggy, isn't it? No, it's Don Draper's daughter. Is that her name? Yeah, it's isn't it Peggy and Don Draper? Is it Peggy? No, I feel like it's not Peggy. I'll look it up. Look it up. Anyway, mm. she was really funny and dry, and she plays love interest so well. Betty, it's Betty. Betty, there you go. Yeah, Peggy is Elizabeth Moss' character, I think. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's yes. just their relationship with, uh, is it Tobin, who's played by Mitchell Hope, is mm. just a joy. Like they've been friends forever. She's yeah. just like really sort of deadpan and funny and smart. She never dresses kind of in this like sexy way or anything. She's just like mm. a real person who he's in love with and he sort of spends the movie trying to tell her that like he's, because she's his best friend, basically. Yeah. And I just loved her character for that reason, that, like, she's obviously, like, charismatic and attractive and you can see why. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's yeah, this bloody it's, Christmas cold, mate, oh I tell you what. Oh, my God. Bloody hot here. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I on. can't get sick. All right. So, um, anyway, I just really, I really enjoyed her as a love interest because I felt like she could have easily, it could have easily been swapped and oh, yeah. there was nothing about her storyline that was like, oh, she's a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like she's a really cool human and you can see why he would like her. Yeah, Anyway, absolutely. so there's like, yeah, there's also a queer storyline too. Um, yep. Liv Hewson plays Dory. She's Australian. Yeah, and she was great mm. too. I yeah. really like that. It's kind of like a just really, really good. And there's also Jacob Battle and he plays Keon. He's quite fun. Yeah, he's from um, uh, the other other Spider Man movie. Yeah. He's Ned Leeds in. Yeah, he was a DJ. He's a kid trying to put a party on. So it's basically, it ends like, you know, a lot of teen rom coms that's just like in a big party. Mm. And like all the things that happen along the way that are sort of swarting the party. I just really enjoyed it. I was looking at Netflix for like Christmas movies, and it's like a Christmas prince. A prince marries a princess. The Christmas movie. And I'm just like, there's like a million of them. And it was just among it. And I didn't even see it because it's just, they all look like shit. Yeah. And it's just nice. That, and I know people also love those and I know there's like there's, there's a huge a market for, for it. And I, you yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, it's saccharine and earnest and like, you know, that kind of stuff, but it's not really my, my it's thing. Not so my, this was a pleasant uh, surprise. Yeah, me too because, look, I love Christmas movies 
as you know, but I don't like any of those ones. Yeah. I like them to be like like a Love Actually-esque where it is corny and sweet but it's also very yeah. funny and just great writing. It's totally. great writing. I can't watch those like A Christmas Prince because the writing is so bad. Yeah. Really bugs me. And also the like representation of like gender roles and stuff is terrible usually. I, I wanted to also ask you about The Holiday, which you watched the other day. And oh, I, you probably yeah. recommended it last year. It's a movie from 2006. It's my Nancy Myers who's. I did like Father, worked on like Father Bride and What Women Want and a bunch of other, just a bunch of stuff. But this was a movie that wasn't super well received at the time. It's a, basically, it's Cameron Diaz swaps places with Kate Winslet and she goes to the, um, to, to, the, LA. to the English, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ca- yeah. Cameron Diaz goes to like the English countryside and Kate Winslet goes to LA and they all have their own like little adventures and little love stories that go on. It's got Jack Black and Jude Law. And what is it about... Even because, like, at the time, people were like, this isn't great. It's like, whatever. But this is, it's been one of those movies that's kind of endured and picked up more kind of traction over the years. And what is it about this one? I'm curious that, like, that, yeah. <laughs> I know you're just going to say Jude Law, but like, there's. Uh, Specifically, Jude Law yeah. wearing glasses. Wearing glasses, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's God, a specific. He's very hot in this movie. It's a very, like, specific era of Jude Law as well. Not that he's not good looking now, of course he is. No, no, but he's, like, peak Jude yeah, Law yeah, in yeah. this. And he turns up in the middle of the night at her door. Like, okay, so there's a lot of reasons why this movie has a longevity. And I yeah. feel, in some ways, it's a better Christmas movie than Love Actually. Sure. In some ways. You can tell that it's written by a woman mm. and I know I'm obsessed about this topic and I'm looking at things through that particular lens but you just can because it's written from the perspective of Kate Winslet, yeah. right, and also from Cameron Diaz's characters yeah. to begin with. So you're automatically getting their voice really strongly. You know, they're not like the love interest and often in love actually, I mean there's some great storylines in that, don't get sure, me yeah. wrong, but women are, it's just sometimes I just think like the holiday those their voices are kind of very strong. Mm. So there's that. It's heartwarming. It's corny. There's nothing really like super dramatic. There's no high stakes, you know. But also the idea that you could be trans, I think the thing that other than the hotness of Jude Law, sure. it's the fact that you can be transplanted out of your life yeah. into this magical world and meet someone in that kind of really romantic way and find yourself. Yeah, and okay, yeah, both yeah. of those characters have like got dealing with like major issues in their lives, like mm. I mean romantic issues obviously, but, you know, a workaholic or someone who's in love with someone who doesn't love them back and mm. in their workplace. And that's they're actually very common, I think, themes for women, Yeah, yeah. you know, and so they're very relatable in those storylines, like being in love with the really hot guy at work who doesn't notice you uh, or so, yeah. working too much and your relationship breaking down. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's relatable for everybody, not just women, but anyway, that's part of it. And also it's just that scene where Cameron Diaz is alone in this like beautiful snowy English country town in this little house um, and she's glamorous and come from LA and like just decides to drink herself into a stupor and eat mm. all the cheese and you know, obviously she looks like Cameron Diaz probably hadn't eaten a carb for like 10 years. And so she's like scoffing all this delicious chocolate and cheese and drinking all this red wine. And then at peak time, Jude Law just turns up kind mm. of drunk and handsome at her door just at the moment where it would, it would be nice to have some like lonely Christmas sex basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like super sexy and handsome and sweet and then it turns out that he's a widower with two girls. Oh, my God, that is the absolute. And he's like, no, gold it's not. standard. No, no it's... it is. <laughs> it's the gold standard of like men to fall in love with. Yeah, movies. because he's like he's a bit devilish, and obviously yeah. he's got he's living this like 
spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, two lives. Like he's like on the weekend when he gets to not be with his girls, he can go out drinking and he has sex. Does with he actually do that or isn't it like once a year he does it? Yeah, once a year yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. And um, and then the rest of the time he's this like really daggy sweet dad. Mm. And so <laughs> it's just they've just <laughs> nailed uh, that whole thing. So, yeah, that's why. He's very charming, Jude Law. I'm a big fan. I like oh, him. Oh, me yeah. too. Alfie? Yeah, replay, replay, it's replay, mostly him being movie. like, my dick doesn't work though. Like, it's, it's I remember that movie being like fun, and he's like, he's shooting from the hip, and he's really cool. But it's like, <laughs> it's really depressing if you watch that movie. He's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, that's there's also a really sweet story like that Kate Winslet has where she works with a guy from like old Hollywood, oh, yeah. and it's like you wouldn't even think like, why did, why is it even in the movie? And I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know what I mean. It doesn't. No, it's he- not like a. She's not like he's not like I gotta go on a date and like how am I gonna ask my neighbor out or whatever. It's just you know he's just like it's just this like he's sweet just, old man that he's got a, she befriends. Sort of, yeah, he's a bit sort of befuddled and maybe has yeah. a little bit of dementia, but had this incredible career and he's uh he's great. He only recently oh, I don't remember his name, but uh he's in a Darren Hanlon film clip as well. Oh, he was um, so good in that. Yeah. I cry, I cry in that every yeah. time in that storyline, and that's the part of the movie I cry in. Because yeah, yeah. I think they have this like really sweet relationship and he teaches like, her wallet. about yeah. strong women. He just shows her all these old Hollywood movies with really strong women with gumption. Mm. And there's something so beautiful about him kind of teaching her that she should be the heroine in her own life mm. and stop sitting on the sidelines and accepting, you know, being treated really terribly. And yeah. that I think can also ring true, you know, like at all different points of people's lives you accept how you're being treated in a relationship because some subconsciously you don't think you deserve better, mm. you know. And I think um, if even that's in fr- if it's in friendships or in romantic relationships or just in life, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and so him kind of teaching her that while she helps him to like be sort of proud of himself and bring himself out of oh, it's just so beautiful. It's really anyway, good. I like it. Anyway, that's that. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool. Do you have anything else to recommend? I just wanted to quickly talk about the holiday movies that made us. I've talked about the toys that made us and the movies that made us ah, yes. on Netflix. They did one. It's by uh, Brian Volk-Weiss, and they did one for Alf and um, the Will, Will Ferrell, a movie directed by um, John Favreau, mm. who's doing like The Mandalorian. He, did, he started the MCU and whatever. Uh, and also The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is not a Tim Burton movie, but everybody thinks it's a Tim Burton movie, but it wasn't directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> I think I thought it was a Tim Burton movie too. Well, they call it like Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> but it's not. I mean, I, a lot of the ideas come from him, but he didn't. Um, All right. So yeah. Anyway, the thing about this show is like it's good and it's interesting, right? But the editing is so fucking weird and tries to be like too clever and cut back and forth between people and be like, and like record scratch, hang on a minute, and then it will cut to like another person. But it's clearly saying like an unrelated thing that they'll put in. And I just like, just tell the fucking story. Like I don't need all this like jumping back and forth and like sound effects and like intercutting 
like clips that clearly aren't connected. Do you know what I mean? That they try to make connected, and it's just it's a good show because it's got a lot of like really interesting stuff. But I think it's just gone too far in terms of like stylistically. It's just fucking all over the place. Because I like I like the stuff that they talk about. I find it really interesting, you know. Yeah. Because they'll do like last year they had like they did like Die Hard and Home Alone or whatever. Oh, we still haven't yeah. watched Home Alone. Yeah, we got we got we got one, we got a little bit of time to watch Home Alone with our son before. Yeah, maybe tomorrow maybe is the tomorrow, day. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. I think he's gonna love it. I hope he does. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I loved it too. I haven't watched it in so long. We were that's one of those movies. It's really that, funny. Yeah. yeah. It's also really. I saw this thing on Twitter the other day about it. It's really um. It's quite clever in ways that you wouldn't think because you think it's like oh, it's a kid's comedy or whatever. And it is, but there's also things like you see earlier in the movie that Kevin's ticket accidentally gets like knocked into the bin. So that's why they didn't notice at the airport when they're putting through the tickets, they didn't notice that he wasn't there because they didn't actually have his ticket at all. There's like there's a whole lot of like world building and things that's like within the movie that you don't notice, but it's all there and it's all kind of it all adds up. Like it's very well thought out. You know, and yeah, then it's a Chris, Chris Chris Columbus movie who did um like he did the first two Harry Potters and a bunch of other stuff. But um yeah, yeah it's really great. I love when that happens when you watch mm. a movie that you loved as a kid and it really holds yeah, up. It's not that's like often. Honey I Shrunk the yeah. Kids also is such a good film for that reason. It just holds up really well. Mm. All right, so I have got uh, one sort of a list of quick last minute gift ideas. Are you sure about this? Because you're gonna uh, you're not gonna ruin it for next year, or whatever. <laughs> Don't be silly. These are my ideas. All and I, right. just, I just feel like maybe there are some people out there, particularly maybe with wives or girlfriends who are panicking or partners, sure. whoever, but this is particularly for... You got like one day. Good luck. Yeah, I know. Well, this is why. I thought I would just give some tiny little suggestions in case you're panicking. Okay, here's my... And this is just in for longevity for people to listen to back later and also maybe for birthdays and things too. I just thought if you've got a partner... That probably is a woman, but could be for anyone. Sure. These are some last-minute gifts ideas. So first up, a notebook, a really lovely notebook with a set of pens, and if you have time, a notebook where you've written down some favourite recipes from family members. Oh, my goodness. You could ring around. You could get that pretty quick, I reckon, yeah, together definitely. on Christmas Eve. And I, my sister did it for me, and it made me cry. And that's quite cheap, and every, there's notebooks everywhere. Um, so that's one. So books, recommendations, Dolly Alderton's two novels, Ghosts and also Everything I Know About Love, that would make a lovely little set of books for, oh, a, good. for a lovely lady. Or Becoming by Michelle Obama, mm-hmm, amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an older one, but she might have already read it, but it's, it's really wonderful. Any Jane Harper novels, that book's three hours I recommended. Um, Trini London, Makeup Voucher. That's that's a quick one you could do quite quickly. You just buy that online. Trini London, doing some great makeup over there. Uh, I also just love Trini. She's bloody. You're always looking at her. When I come into the room, you're watching the Trini London video. (laughs) She's just like all those sequins really make me happy. And she's always, she just yells about clothes all the time and just shows me in her like insane wardrobe that she's collected over 40 years, not Mm. me. She shows like millions of people on the internet. (laughs) That is normally something I would jump on and be like, oh, she shows you, does she, Claire? You're bloody best friends or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, this year's been really bloody hard. So it's not great. I just like sometimes watching someone talk about their love of sequins has really got me through. That's right. We were talking about this and we're like, and there's there's nothing against these things, but like it's a it's a podcast on depression or whatever, and it's like I don't want to listen to a podcast on depression. I'm depressed. Yeah, <laughs> I just I want, want that. to listen to someone else. Yeah, that's like that's what I reckon. That's why I like yeah, that because right. he's written a book where he's just basically calling out all the self help stuff. Don't get me wrong, self help has its place. Oh, I love totally. self help. Of course, books. It, of course it does. Part yeah. of it. And there are books that have really helped me. But sometimes you just want to watch someone talk about sequins. 
Fuck yeah. Or Star Wars for an hour or something. I don't know what you listen to. Yeah, Whatever. that's what I do. A I man yelling. It's usually someone from America yelling, sitting in a room with figurines of like Marvel characters behind him. I don't really watch a lot of that kind of stuff. All right. Yeah. We used to. Anywho, <laughs> moving right along. A lovely cozy bathrobe, slippers and cozy socks. That's quite an easy thing to just jump in and get. Okay. Do you think that would be an okay gift for a dude? I reckon. I think so. You would love that. I would love that. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've got I mean, a bathrobe and slippers, so I don't need that. No, but, uh, but, but even but a new one, a new crisp, lovely bathrobe. Oh, have you, is that what you got me this year? Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving away. This is also one for someone who loves baths, a bath tray for placing books, wine glasses. Oh, that, that is a good idea. It's really good. And they just sit over the top of the bath. So if you have a bath at home, uh, that would be a lovely one to do. If you're being extra romantical, you can even... Run the bath for your loved one. Set it all up with some like snacks, a glass of wine, and a book. Joyful. Very good. Recipe books. I've already talked about Midnight Chicken by Alice. Yes, uh, yes, you recommend every week. Community by Hedy McKinnon. Just my faves. Okay, this is slightly more expensive, but lovely jewelry, specifically, I reckon. A necklace with a simple round pendant with her initial engraved in her chosen favourite silver or gold. There is a more expensive version that's called um, to the Tiffany's Charm Heart Tag Charm on tiffany.com.au, which I'll put a link to. Mm-hmm. However, you would be able to find something like that in a range of different jewellery shops. Would you uh, be Super able simple. to get it before Christmas though? I reckon. How quick's their delivery? No, yeah, but you could go into the stores. Oh, saying. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, it depends on where you are and what's open. But that's the kind of thing that you could find anywhere, I reckon, with a lovely, like, silver or gold chain, depending on what jewellery she tends to wear. So just mm-hmm. look at what she's already got, silver or gold, and choose that. Um, and then you can get something engraved very easily. They do them at all the, like, key places as well. Sometimes jewellery shops will do it. Tiffany's will actually do it for you, but... Don't have to do that. Yes. Um, and just like her initial or maybe your kid's initials or the two of his initials, but her initial is quite lovely, just one letter. I would recommend that. I would not recommend lingerie, scented candles, soaps, chocolates or flowers. No. that. Excuse me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I say that um, specifically is that all those things feel a little impersonal and they – for Christmas because it feels like you haven't put a lot of thought in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For other times of the year, lovely, wonderful, lovely gifts. However, it's it feels like a bit of a cop-out. And so those other ones, even though you have bought them on uh, Christmas Eve, feel more personal. Yeah, and sure. like you could have bought them weeks ago. So that's just my little thing. All right. It's all pretty handy. Thanks. That, do you think that's useful? I, th- I, I genuinely think it's too. You know what I like? Well, here he goes. Yeah. Cash. Just give me money. <laughs> Cold out. Well, thank goodness. That's what I've got you. Thank goodness. It's still in our bank account, but you can look at it. I'm going to look at it right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I had two others. Very quick ones. A record player, a new or secondhand with a classic record. Well, who's all You've of, already done that. I'm um, really using some of James's uh, gift ideas or a great pair of headphones, cordless or otherwise. Every year I'm bloody crushing it, mate. Mm. I think those are like pretty neutral presents you could like. Man Everyone needs headphones. Whoever. Yes, mm. I totally agree. Whoever would like those, non-binary, everybody. Everybody. Everybody, every human. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's it. Anything, that's it. Anything else? Nah. Okay, I have got an email. I love emails. I know, it's so exciting. And specifically, these are two emails because I want to talk about their recommendation. They're from a little while ago. Matt Ridley and Veronica Borsos have both recommended 
the film Klaus, which I then went and watched. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I forgot you didn't talk about Klaus. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd surprise you at the end. With, you know how much I love a Christmas surprise. <laughs> so um, this is what Matt said about it. My partner and I recently rewatched the film Klaus last night and I can't recommend it highly enough. It's a hand-drawn animated Netflix original that was nominated for an Oscar in 2019 Starring Jason Skarsman and J.K. Simmons. It does away with oh, a lot of Christmas cliches. Also, Joan Cusack's in it. Joan Cusack, oh my Jeez. God. Um, and it tells the tale of a work-shy postman who is sent to a remote island with the seemingly impossible task of setting up a working post office. His mission is hampered when he discovers the island is inhabited by two clans who have been feuding with one another for centuries. However, when the children of the town start writing letters to an old woodsman in exchange mm. for gifts... The town starts to change for the better. It's really heartwarming and just as Veronica said, it's got this beautiful message about community. It's kind of a Santa Claus origin story but grounded in the real world. It's very lush. I really enjoyed the art style of this particularly. Sergio Pablo, the director, made some really interesting choices, I think, with the animation um, and incorporated like CG eye features specifically the film makes use of volumetric lighting yeah, I'm just and looking, texturing. i'm actually just reading this right now the, yeah. the idea was to make it look like if that have continued hand-drawn animation as opposed to moving into more cgi stuff this is what they think it would look like it's a beautiful looking movie as well. it really is you because yeah. you i was watching it and you sort of looked up and went "Ooh, that looks cool mm. yeah i've heard it yeah i've heard this about stuff. this i've been meaning to watch it and then i saw the end of it which i should just watch the whole thing no, you know what? You really should watch mm. it because a, it's beautifully. It does have a lush storybook feel, which is what they wanted. Yeah, it's set in Smyrinsburg, which is like a kind of remote island in Scandinavia, which was kind of based on an old whaling town that no longer exists. But it's kind of got that Norway yeah. kind of Scandinavian feel to it. It's just beautifully done. Very funny. The score is really great too. It's just. I loved it and also kind of makes you cry. Uh, what I actually found really interesting, they ground all of the origin story in reality. So there's mm. no flying sleighs. It kind of is based around sort of real things. Yeah. And one of the choices they made was um, the elves. So the elves are actually represented by the Sami people who happen to be the indigenous people of the north in oh, Scandinavia. I and I didn't know anything about the Sami people. Yeah. So then I went on this kind of deep dive. So interesting. So um, just how – and, oh, my gosh, I'm going to put a link to um, just some of the information about them because their community just looks so incredibly interesting, mm. beautifully drawn. I think as well they are often caring for reindeer too, but just like the intricacy of their their clothing is so beautiful, and they they have their own um, language. It's a Uralic linguistic group, which I thought was really interesting. Just the colours and the vibrancy and the kind of intricate details of their lives, even the kind of traditional housing is really amazing. So they herd reindeer and and they also have like a like a the Sami reindeer herders have an annual migration ending around Easter. And okay. if you I'm just gonna show you some of these pictures. Oh wow. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Just like just looks so incredible yeah. the way that they and the colours. Oh, that's so cool. Aren't they really cool? And just sort of the like tools they yeah. use are so beautiful. And they're still living in communities crafted. like that. Oh, cool. Um, in this really traditional way. Though they also um they have handcraft, which is beautiful too. 
Uh, they they live in traditional communities but are also doing more non-traditional work in things like the modern service sector, industry, travel and the public sector. Um, but they also make their living through fishing, livestock farming and hunting along the coast on the fjords and alongside the large rivers farther inland. Anyway, I just, you know, when you sometimes stumble on something that you had no idea about and mm. then you kind of just get blown oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was absolutely so. If anyone is out there and knows more about the Sami people and would like to tell us more about maybe it, maybe you are. I would, yeah, or maybe you are from that mm. particular community. I know we have listeners in Norway, so we'd love to hear more. And Finland, just beautiful. I mean, I just love that whole part of the world. Just looks stunning. So I'd love to visit one day. Okay, It'd be nice to visit something again. Wouldn't it be nice? Um, so that brings us to the end of our Christmas. Um, Did you have a good episodes. Christmas episode, Claire? I bloody did actually in the end. I love myself sick with that one. <laughs> you were panicking, as as one is one does leading up to Christmas, but you pulled it together like you always do every year for Thanks, Christmas. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I was really panicking, but I pulled it all together. So it'd be good. I hope everyone out there somehow, I know if you're in the UK and things are looking pretty difficult at Christmas this year. Yeah, safe, mm. um, warm, friendly. What were you just saying? Adjectives? Goose egg. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. He's Big lost his mind, guys. Hat. Anyway, um, we oh, got a review. Oh, sorry, oh go yes, on. go, go. Uh, if you review the show, it helps so much. You can just do it in app. You just open up and go clickety clack clock click clock. And then you can uh, type a review like Tyler LaHouse has written. It says, jingle, jangle, pondle, pongle, fongle. <laughs> James, I know you can see this, and I just wanted to say that you are the fillet of fish from McDonald's. Claire, you are the McChicken. Thank you. The pod is the Chuck E. Cheese of podcasts. Thank you. <laughs> Fillet of fish is the worst item on the menu, I believe. You know Fillet what? Of... I used to really be like. Into I've actually a never had fish. one. I've cooked millions of them. Have but, you uh, really? Millions. Oh, not millions. I've cooked That's a lot. I've probably cooked dozens. Actually, they're not very popular except on um, Easter Friday, or whatever it is. Good Friday, <laughs> but uh, I don't go in and cook. By the way, I used to work at McDonald's many moons ago. But anyway, what were you going to say, though? Thank okay. you for the review. Yes. Um, Tyler. Thank you so much, Tyler. Um, one last thing I, I thought about just the other day. I don't know if anyone else has seen this on Instagram, but there's been this beautiful campaign for Choose Love, which is um, mm. a charity that supports refugees at um, particularly. And there's a campaign going around where people are making little videos where they're sharing their silver lining of this time of year and having to be in lockdown at Christmas time. Oh, cool. And Emma Thompson and her husband have made this incredible video that's just so funny. But lots of other celebrities, including Jessica Foster Q, who I love too, has made a really good one. Did some celebrities get together and sing Imagine together? No, they didn't. They're <laughs> re- actually really funny. Yeah. Um, and it's just really. Celebrities that- have finally harnessed social media in <laughs> lockdown. No, it I took think, them nearly a year, but they've oh, done it. So no, it's just really encouraging people to um, support refugees at yeah, this time cool, because yeah. I mean we're all doing it tough, but in lots of different ways in our lives. But I mean, if you have a roof over your head and you know you're warm and safe, that's and a, twinkle a lot more in your than eye. a lot of people having a twinkle in your eye. Anyway, so this particular campaign is just one of the best campaigns I've seen in a long time. And yeah, and it kind of just all those different videos have kind of made me feel. Sort of, I don't know, less alone in all of this kind of isolation and all the difficulty that this Christmas is bringing. And then I think paying it forward in a way, so purchasing something from Choose Love or just donating to your favourite charity if you can or volunteering your time. I think 
when we're feeling miserable, that's something that can actually bring joy at Christmas, I think. Mm, definitely. Yeah, rather than focusing on what we have or don't have or can't do. so Focus on that a little if you want. <laughs> it's Christmas. You can do what you want. Correct, exactly. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be back next week to talk about some of our favourite stuff from the year. But if you have favourite stuff from the year, tell us what your favourite stuff of the year is. Send a bloody email into suggestiblepod at gmail.pod.com. Correct, exactly. Yeah, or tweet at us, whatever. Whatever. We don't mind. We should spruik our socials more. Okay, well, anyway. Merry, are oh, you doing Merry it right? yeah, Christmas. Are you ready? Can go. I do some more music? I can't hear it. Duh, I'll sing for you over it. Get happy! Oh, I've got to, I've got to turn it down there a second. I've got a jingle all the way commentary. Okay, jingle all the way. It's free. It's on YouTube. Do it with Mason. Terrible movie. Oh yeah. William fixed it because I we did the extended version. All right, I don't really care about that. Let's listen to Christmas song. I'm leaving. I can't hear it, so I'm leaving the room. I should learn the words. No, you know, yeah, it's not like you've got a device in front of you that can look up it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 